0: is lbc from global leading britain's conversation with ian dale
1: Hello, very good evening. It's five minutes past seven on LBC. I'm Ian Dale. Welcome to the programme. Well, it is the US midterm elections today. And you might think, well, what's that got to do with us? Well, I think they're absolutely crucial, these elections. And um, I think people are going to be pouring over the results for the next few days. There are likely to be some very, very close contests. And as we heard last night, there are one or two candidates who, even if they lose, they probably won't accept that they've done so. And of course, Donald Trump has thrown a hand grenade into the whole debate uh, over the last 24 hours hours where he says he's going to be making a big announcement next Tuesday. Well, I wonder what that could be. A couple of months ago, a friend of mine who's quite close to the Trump organisation uh, said to me that he thought that Trump, depending on the results today, would announce within a few days. So he's clearly either going to announce that he is going to run or he isn't going to run next Tuesday. Now, um, th- this is a massive decision for him, obviously. We don't know whether President Biden Biden will run for a second term yet. I have to say, I, I really don't think he's in a fit state too, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, he seems determined to do so. But who else have the Democrats got? To run, Pete Buttigieg may be, um, who's in Joe Biden's cabinet, but Kamala Harris, the vice president, who would nor- normally be seen as the automatic successor, uh, she's incredibly unpopular. So who knows what will happen on the Democratic side? But everyone is waiting to see whether Donald Trump will say yes, I am going to run, or no. I'm not. I wonder whether you think he should run, and if he does run, do you think he would win? And what effect would that have, not just on the United States, but for the course of world politics uh, over the next six years? Because obviously, the next presidential election isn't for two years. 003456060973. Simon Marks joins us live from Washington DC, LBC's US correspondent. Um, Simon, the votes are already being cast today. Um, when do we get
0: the first results? Well, I think that we should get first results uh, shortly after about 11.30 or midnight London time because we'll start seeing polls closing and, of course, the uh, closing of the polls, like the opening of the polls this morning, will follow the sun moving across from the east coast to the west coast. But if you're anticipating a full set of results, well, for that you may have quite a long while to wait. I think it's far from evident that even if we speak in 24 hours time, Ian, we will necessarily know the outcome of the race for the united states senate because in several of the battleground states republican and democratic candidates are neck and neck and there may be recounts required in some of those states with the possibility even of runoffs in some of those states if we find ourselves in that territory uh, in the days and possibly even weeks ahead that's all going to be another huge test for american democracy given the readiness of former president donald trump to continue uh spreading entirely false claims about the legitimacy of america's electoral system and given the very brittle nature uh, of the american public at the moment as those conspiracies uh, have spread let's start with the president of the hour because remember midterm elections are usually a referendum on the performance of the sitting president joe biden making his final arguments to uh, democrat voters and uh, those undecided in the middle focused very much on the historic nature of what is at stake today
1: today we face an inflection point one of those moments that comes around every three or four generations we know in our bones that our democracy is at risk and we know that this is your moment to defend it preserve it, protect
0: it choose it and i want you to know we'll meet this moment President Biden very much hoping to drive Democrats to the polls based on that argument that democracy is on the edge of an abyss and, as he put it a few days ago on the campaign trail, that the country could be close to wandering down a path to chaos. Imagine a situation, to put this into broader historical context, in which a voter in Pennsylvania backing Democratic candidates and responding uh, to President Biden's plea there had this to say to an Interviewer: This morning,
1: this could be one of the last times you actually get to vote in an election the way we've been used to for so long. There's so many, uh, so many conspiracy theorists who are trying to figure out ways to overturn the will of the people, and I figure, you know what? I'm not going to give up my last opportunity.
0: Well, the principal conspiracy theorist was rallying in Ohio last night before he cast his vote today uh, in Florida. As he cast his vote, he predicted Donald Trump a big red wave. A good night for Republican candidates, many of whom, of course, he has endorsed after they embraced uh, some of his uh, conspiracy theory positions over the course of the last few months. And then there was that depth charge that Donald Trump uh, uh, unveiled uh, in his rally in Ohio last night. I'm going to be making a very big announcement on Tuesday, November 15th, At Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. We want nothing to detract from the importance of tomorrow. That music, by the way, was actually playing as he spoke there. It hasn't been laid over afterwards in any kind of uh, video editing operation, uh, which only served to underscore the kind of drama of the moment, as he clearly hinted, uh, and I don't think there's any suspense about what he's going to say next Tuesday at all, that he is going to launch his bid to win back the keys to the Oval Office when he addresses the nation from Mar-a-Lago next week. Uh, That's a high-stakes gamble of course, for President Trump, uh, an opportunity for him really to mark out his terrain, a bit of a land grab, to become the first Republican formally to declare an interest in winning the party's presidential nomination. Uh, but it's also uh, a legal move in w- in many ways because it uh, raises the pressure on the Department of Justice here in Washington, D.C. Merrick Garland, the Attorney General and Department of Justice investigators, indicated back uh, in September that they would not bring criminal charges against Donald Trump uh, within a 60-day window of the midterm elections taking place. We know that they are investigating uh, the possibility of bringing criminal charges against Donald Trump for the role that he played on January the 6th last year fomenting the deadly riot that took place up on Capitol Hill by his supporters. Well, that 60-day window, of course, expires tonight. So one of the questions here in Washington is, is how quickly might we see the Department of Justice moving against Donald Trump? Could it come even before that announcement on Tuesday of next week? Could it come on Tuesday of next week or immediately thereafter? A high-stakes series of decisions uh, for the Department of Justice to make, uh, but also very high stakes today for President Joe Biden because he knows uh, that if uh, by the time these midterm elections are over, the republicans have taken control of both the house of representatives and the u.s senate he will be a lame duck in the white house for the remaining two years of what he still hopes is just his first term in office and that of course will raise absolutely massive questions ian about whether he's going to be in a position to battle for a second one
1: simon thank you very much indeed that's simon marks lbc's u.s correspondent